Yes, Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock. UCLA becomes the first school since VCU in 2011 to advance from the first four to the final four. After defeating Michigan 51-49 last night, they joined Gonzaga, who rolled over USC 85-66, punching their ticket to Sunday's round of four. This weekend's schedule, including the two of the number one seeds remaining, has Houston taking on Baylor at 5-14 Saturday, followed by UCLA Gonzaga. Coverage begins at 4-30. You'll hear them both live exclusively 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. VCU's Brendan Medley-Bacon is entering the NCAA transfer portal. The 7-1 center just came to Richmond last spring after transferring from Coppin State but saw limited time in his junior season with the Rams, playing in 13 games, averaging just over four minutes of contest. Virginia's Justin McCoy looks to be on the move as well, becoming the third Cavalier this offseason to enter the transfer portal. NFL owners have approved a 17-game regular season schedule. Each team will still receive only one bye week during the year, with the regular season schedule now being extended one week ending on January the 9th of 2022. The Super Bowl will also be pushed back one week from its traditional first weekend in February. Every NFC team will play an additional road game this year. Washington traveling to Buffalo. The full 2021 schedule will be released later this spring. Deep Run High School football coach Chant Hornick is retiring after the Wildcats game on against Mills Goblin Friday night. He broke the news to his team following practice last night. Hornick is wrapping up his fifth season in the West End where he's helped send that team to the postseason three years. His time at Deep Run followed four years at Thomas Jefferson that included a playoff appearance in 2013. UVA's Denny McCarthy will be the first player to tee off tomorrow morning in round one of the Valero Texas Open, taking place in San Antonio. He'll begin his first round as part of the afternoon drive. Obviously, Lanto Griffin will, rather, who's also in the field. He goes off in the afternoon wave along with Suu Kim and Adam Long at 1.26 p.m. I check it for ESPN Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. Rain will develop by noon today, possibly some thunderstorms this afternoon. Highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. Weather's brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system, call Herman Allen at 804 746 5853. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 802. Mitchell Bradley on 995 and 1027 ESPN. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. Huddle up. Sit up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. Dickinson is going to inbound. Takes the basketball. Dickinson looking. Fires it in. Wagner turns. Fires a three for the win. No good. Off the back of the rim. And UCLA has won it from the first four to the final four. UCLA 51, Michigan 49 for the 19th time in school history. The first since 2008. The Bruins are going to the final four. Well, it is a phrase uttered there by Scott Graham on Westwood One and our exclusive coverage of the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Richmond that hasn't been uttered since VCU in 2011. First four to the final four. And that's what happened last night with the 11 seed UCLA Bruins. Once a mainstay, once a dynasty in college basketball with the 10 straight national championships, it had been a long, long time since the Bruins found themselves in the elite amongst the Blue Bloods. There's that phrase again. Are they back to being called Blue Bloods? Now they're probably one of the original Blue Bloods, the UCLA Bruins. And they are back, making a remarkable run from the first four to the final four, joining VCU in 2011 as teams to make that remarkable. And now, not unique. It's still a very small club that has done it, obviously. But UCLA doing it last night with the two-point win over top-seed Michigan. And it gives us two number ones in the final four, which is probably, I think if you went back and look through the history of the Final Fours, that's about the number you're going to find. 
about on average two of the number ones probably I've done absolutely no research on that but my gut feeling tells me that about two of the number ones normally make it to the final four some years you'll find three other years you might have one but for the most part there are a couple despite all the upsets that we love to talk about and watch in the opening rounds that's about what happens and this is a year in which I'm not so sure anybody is going to be able to do anything with Gonzaga. They just seem to be getting better and better. Just when you think they have gotten about as good as they possibly can, they seem to get better. They have been beating teams by over 20 points a game in the NCAA tournament. This isn't the regular season where you're going to play some bad teams. You're going to play all good teams on that run to the NCAA. Maybe you get one in your first game with a 16th seed and a team that won a lesser conference that won an automatic bid. But after that, you're going to get pretty capable basketball teams. And for them to still be winning games by 20-plus points is absolutely remarkable. As we've been saying, they have beaten every opponent by double figures this season. So does that mean that they are destined to win this thing and win two more games and not give us a gripping must-see TV, must-listen radio before this thing is over? Or are they setting themselves up for the big fall? The higher you are, the harder you fall kind of thing in this NCAA tournament. And is UCLA that team of destiny that could actually do this? Having now already beaten Michigan, now they're going to get a chance at another number one in Gonzaga in the late game on Saturday night in the Final Four. Gonzaga, number one seed, and UCLA, the number 11. And then, as Mitchell mentioned, Baylor and Houston. That's the one versus the two. That's the Battle of Texas. That's the Texas two-step there, right? Number one, Baylor. Number two, Houston. That's the first game late on Saturday afternoon. Five fourteen is the scheduled tip time. And then the Gonzaga-UCLA game at 8.34. Uh, I actually like Houston against Gonzaga in this one. I, I was really impressed. Not that I wasn't with Baylor. You know, maybe our conversation with James Flowers yesterday, you know, and his uh, his hatred for Baylor has swayed me as a TCU guy. Um, we had fun with that conversation yesterday morning. So maybe that swayed me a little bit. But I'm probably thinking Houston is going to get there to the national championship. Not that anybody's asked me yet. And Gonzaga, I, I do think Gonzaga will beat UCLA. How about this? Here's the here's the only limb I'm going to go out on on that one, and that is it'll be less than a 10-point game. How about that? The UCLA will keep it close enough that it will finish uh, 10 or less. Let's go there. 10 or less for a Gonzaga win over UCLA. That's how far we've come on this thing, how much I really will be absolutely shocked uh, if Gonzaga loses, I'm sure most of the country would be shocked by that. So I'm going to say UCLA will at least keep it close. I hope so, because I want some entertaining games. And what do you think? I mean, are we not as into this? Uh, because we don't have a team anywhere close to the East Coast. You know, that East Coast bias is right out the window in this Final Four, right? You got Baylor, you got Houston, you got Gonzaga, and you got UCLA. There isn't an East Coast team to be seen within, what, 1,500 miles of this thing. The closest thing to an East Coast is the fact that it's in Indianapolis, and that's not even East Coast, but at least it's a little bit closer and in the same time zone. So what do you think? Are we still as into this now, or are we moving on to baseball, which starts tomorrow with opening day in the major leagues? Are we looking at the Richmond JMU game as a as a must-see game on Saturday afternoon and springtime football with two undefeated teams there? Are we looking at spring football practice at this point for Virginia and Virginia Tech? Or are we still following the ever-spinning transfer portal that continues to spin out of control? So all of that on the table for us this morning, just as we kind of give you a brief table of contents. We'll have more coming up here in just a couple of moments as well. So here is my um, my only little takeaway from the UCLA-Michigan uh, game last night. Here was a case where I thought that was a highly entertaining game, and we didn't need a game that ended 91-89. to That game was 51 51- to 49 defensive battle uh tooth and nail struggle back and forth ucla you know led pretty much the entire second half michigan made runs but it was close all the way every possession was so valuable in that game but i thought it was highly entertaining that every once in a while you get a rock fight game like that and you just wondered would ucla be able to hang on they led 
uh, what, six at halftime, I think. So they were up for the latter part of the first half and, and all of the second half. And it did keep your interest. You know, when would Michigan make its run? When would the Wolverines actually pull ahead and not just by one point, but get a multi-possession lead in that game? And it just never happened. Of course, Johnny Juzang was uh, ridiculously good. Scored 14 of the first 16 for UCLA, finished with 28. They, he did survive a little bit of a scare when he went down with that uh, ankle twist, but came back in the game, and by the time UCLA won it, he was feeling no pain, was he? He was jumping around and dancing on that court with all the other guys, uh, with all the other UCLA Bruins out there. But the only thing I, I wonder a little bit, um, the three-point shot did not come into play very much in this game at all. For either team, I'll have to go back and take a look at the numbers. But I just wondered down the stretch, it seemed like Michigan just decided to go for the win every time. When they had a couple of opportunities down two, missed free throw, left the door open once, uh, missed three-pointer, left the door open, that I was a little bit surprised uh, with their big guys that they didn't try and pound it in a little bit more and get a closer range shot and just tie the game and take your chances after you tied it up, even right down to the last shot. And I realize you don't have very much time, but they had the ball with five-tenths of a second to go. And even as Juwan Howard said after the game, it wasn't a terrible shot by any stretch of the imagination. It was a pretty good shot from a pretty good shooter in uh, Franz Wagner. And it was contested, but it wasn't a bad three-point shot, especially when you consider you only got five-tenths of a second to go. But I just wondered if they didn't have some kind of play where they could have gotten the ball quickly onto the low block for a quick jumper, a quick turnaround right up against the rim. I realize UCLA was expecting that and would be guarding for that as well. But I just wondered if they fell in love a little bit with the three-pointer at the end of the game to kind of go for the jugular and try and win that thing outright. And maybe they could have gotten a little bit better of a shot. I think I'm nitpicking a little bit there because in that scenario, in that situation, you don't have too many options and you don't have too much time in which to run a play. But I do think teams practice that all the time where they got inbounds plays right underneath the basket uh, for quick shots. Maybe not that quick, but pretty quick attempts in the last couple of seconds of a shot clock, clock, that kind of thing. Uh, And I just, you know, in a game that was not, by any stretch of the imagination, dominated by offense at all, uh, and certainly not by the three-point shot. I just thought maybe Michigan could have gotten a little bit better of a shot at the hoop on that one. But again, uh, nitpicking a little bit because they really were under the gun and didn't have a whole lot of time at the end of the contest. So we got a little bit of a surprise there uh, with, with UCLA knocking off uh, Michigan and the number one seed. I'm just uh, looking back real quick to check some of the numbers in that game because, again, like I said, I thought even though it was a relatively low score, it's kind of like a pitcher's duel. You wouldn't want to see a one nothing baseball game every night during the season, although right now we're just happy to see games every night during the season. Uh, but you wouldn't want to see a one nothing pitcher's duel every night. But every once in a while, it's it's not a bad thing. So, yeah, so uh, I was not off at all on the three-point shooting last night. UCLA was 3 of 13 from three-point range, and Michigan was 3 of 11. So nobody was really all that hot, right? From uh, And Wagner was 0 for 4, and he was 1 for 10 in the game. So maybe I would have tried somebody else. Now, nobody was really good. I thought Dickinson, the freshman, the 7-foot-1 guy, probably would have been the guy I would have tried to have gotten the ball to in that situation. He finished with 11 points, 5 of 10 from the field. Obviously, UCLA was going to focus on him, but I would have run some sort of play, I think, to get something other than a three-pointer. And it happened twice to Michigan down the stretch. They had missed one earlier in that sequence uh, before the foul as well. So that would have been my only question of that one. But, hey, upsets happen in the NCAA tournament. UCLA, I I consider them a blue blood in college basketball. Now, they haven't been in a while. They've been down, and Mick Cronin has come in there in two years has gotten that thing back to where UCLA expects to be in the history and the annals of college basketball. So Michigan finishes 23-5, and still a great season for the Wolverines. Jawan Howard has proven you can go from the NBA to college and be successful. He has certainly do it, done it, and Michigan will be back. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Even finishing this year uh, a game short of the Final Four, 23-5, and and now UCLA at 22-9. and And, yes, they get the challenge now of uh, Gonzaga, in the national semifinal after the Baylor-Houston game uh, that will be played at 514 on Saturday. 
All right, uh, there you go for a uh, mon- for a Monday. Listen to me for a Wednesday morning on the Sports Huddle. We're in our midweek edition of the Huddle, and we'll tell you what we got coming up here in just a moment. But the uh, NCAA tournament and the two final tickets punched yesterday to the Final Four is our morning brew presented by Brick Pig and Brew Barbecue. That's North Carolina style barbecue. They're located south of the James at thirteen thirteen Hull Street. They're open today and tomorrow, Wednesday and Thursday, from one to eight. And then over the weekend, Friday and Saturday, from 1 to 10, the uh, fried or smoked chicken wings this week is their special, a side of hillbilly fries that's topped with bacon, cheese, and pork barbecue. For you at Pig and Brew Barbecue, 1313 Hull Street. Check out their full menu online at pigandbrew.com. And now we check out what's coming up on, yes, the Wednesday, Bob. It's the last day of March, March 31, 2021, and it is the Sports Huddle. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) All right, opening drive is brought to you by our good friends at Lexus of Richmond. Today is the last day of their invitation to Lexus sales event happening through the end of business today. So try and get by their dealership over there at 9703 Midlothian Turnpike or check them out online at LexusOfRichmond.com. Also, our proud sponsor of our NCAA tournament coverage from Westwood One, and you'll hear it again this weekend. Turns out we have a great Saturday lineup of sports action for you because the Richmond-JMU game will literally kick things off for us at noon, and then there'll just be a brief interlude, and then we'll get into the Final Four with the two games Saturday evening and Saturday nights. That's a great day of Saturday sports programming here on ESPN Richmond. And, oh, yes, speaking of the Richmond-JMU game, we are going to be speaking about it this morning on the Sports Huddle. Dave Thomas, the play-by-play voice of the JMU Dukes, will join me at 8.30 this morning. JMU coming off a really impressive win, coming back from the COVID pause, uh, really uh, up and down the wall. And William & Mary, quite frankly, led that game 28-0 in the second quarter and never looked back. And now it's Richmond and JMU Saturday noon at Robbins Stadium. So Dave Thomas joins us. At 8.30 and at 9.30, we preview the Major League Baseball season. Jim Powell, voice of the Atlanta Braves. You'll hear Braves baseball here on ESPN Richmond this season. He joins us at 9.30. Uh, Get a spring training recap and a preview as the Braves open against Philadelphia tomorrow afternoon. You'll hear that game on ESPN Richmond as well. All right, 8.17 on the Sports Huddle. Let's get a check of Sports Huddle traffic, and then we'll get back at it. Thank you for joining us. 99.5-1027 ESPN. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. Traffic is in full swing. Accidents around town. Here we go. Airport Drive at Charles City Road. Lombardi Street at West Main Street. Broad Street near Lombardi Street. And Hall Street Road at Old Hundred Road. Commonwealth Center Parkway. An earlier accident along Bellevue Avenue at Hermitage Road is now out of here. I'm Jack Hammer on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. It doesn't matter if you walk, skip, bike, jog, skateboard, or pogo stick. When you head outside, take us along. If you've got your phone, you've got us. Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. I got a lot of like rhetorical questions out there for you this morning because I've already mentioned the one. They're not really rhetorical questions. We would love for you to chime in on them. We'll probably make a poll question out of some of them at some point along the way. Uh, 521-8501. If you want to uh, dial us up, text 638-9508. already asked the one this morning, are we less into the Final Four, or is it just such a big enough sporting event that we're going to watch Anyway, uh, just because we have really no, I don't even want to say local teams necessarily, although it's you know disappointing that we didn't get any of them, but even regional teams, like no ACC teams are in this thing, and no Big East teams are in this thing, no Atlantic 10 team in the, you know, that kind of thing. Are we less into the Final Four, or will we still uh, tune it in on Saturday and then again on Monday night as well? And I think the intrigue there, there, there is, 
plenty of injury, quite frankly. you got teams uh, like Baylor and Houston that haven't been to the Final Four in such a long time, and even UCLA at this point. And then you got the intrigue of Gonzaga. Can they finish an unbeaten season and be the first unbeaten since Indiana? Uh, Bob Knight's team in 76. Uh, can UCLA remain the darling as an 11 seed coming out of the first four? Can they knock off Gonzaga? That would be quite a story. Uh, that would be a double-edged sword kind of story, wouldn't it? If UCLA, as a first-four team, could get to the national championship game, no matter who they beat, that's a story. But then if they beat Gonzaga, which is unbeaten and rolling through everybody, that makes it even more of a huge story. That is uh, Sports Illustrated cover material to go back in the old day for UCLA, and there were plenty of those back in the old day. So there's still plenty of intrigue, I think, for the Final Four this season, we just don't have any local teams, any regional teams to kind of hang our hat on this time around. And then the other one out of the NFL uh, is the news of the 17th game, which we all thought was coming and has now become official that the league owners have voted and approved it to a little bit of disdain from the players. There was a decent amount of unrest from the players about this se- adding this 17th game to the schedule, but eventually it passed, and it's part of the collective bargaining agreement that the owners can do that. And they have done it. So we go officially to three preseason games. I still think you could have pared that down to two. But I guess there's some money involved there with uh, forcing season ticket holders to buy those tickets for the two preseason games. So they'll alternate, I would think, one year to the next where they'll play two at home, one on the road. The next year you'll reverse that for the preseason games. And now we've added that 17th game to the schedule. I guess the Washington football team gets Buffalo out of that at Buffalo as the 17th game of the year, and it pushes everything back. As Mitchell mentioned in the uh, Sports Center update, and he'll have the details for you again here in a few minutes, it pushes everything back, uh, the playoffs, the end of the regular season, and then the Super Bowl will be one week further back into February now, and it does extend football. So for everyone who's passionate about the NFL and wants to keep seeing it and talking it for a longer stretch of time, uh, you've gotten your wish here. You've gotten the 17th game to the regular season, and you've gotten the preseason reduced by one game. And, again, I still think you could reduce it by two. I think te- this this is another one of those things from COVID that I think we figured out could work. And I remember talking to Dennis Bickmeyer last week when we talked NASCAR and more fans being able to come back uh, to Richmond Raceway here in a couple weeks when the races come to town. And he said, you know, the practices and the pole qualifying and all of that that we're not doing now, that might actually make the weekend racing a lot better. And it's something that we could see even after we get back to normal. My guess would be things like pole qualifying would come back. But maybe all of these practice sessions and going to tracks midweek just to run on the course and to run a car, I think you're you're not going to see much of that anymore. I think NASCAR has figured out that their drivers are just as good without that, and the expense and the time to do that sort of thing doesn't really equal the product on the weekend. And I think the NFL is figuring that out as well, that they can reduce from four to three preseason games, and I would hope there's a business model in there somewhere where they could get it down to two. And I think coaches would be fine with that, that they can evaluate talent uh, through their preseason practices. Maybe you'll see more combined uh, training camp practices that were very popular here in Richmond when uh, Washington had the the combined practices, when the Patriots were here, when the Jets were here, Texans were here, that sort of thing. So uh, let's see what happens there. I still think you could reduce it down by another game, potentially. So in any event... um, that's out there this morning as well. And then, yeah, I'm going to get into the transfer portal again because there is some local news on that front from both VCU and UVA that we'll get an opportunity to talk about probably on the other side of our conversation with Dave Thomas. We're going to get into some college football with Dave here at the bottom of the hour, the voice of the JMU Dukes. But throwing those out there for you this morning, just interest level in March Madness and the Final Four. Uh, now that we're down to our four teams, two number ones, you got the, uh, the number two, and then kind of the Cinderella story of UCLA. It's hard to hard to kind of imagine saying that uh, if you grew up in the era when UCLA was winning year in and year out, and they're back now, and uh, 
Uh, let's see if they, what they can do against Gonzaga. Like I said, I think they can keep them close, but uh, I certainly don't think they can win. Gonzaga, 27 straight wins by 10 or more points, and last night was no different, the 85-66 win over USC as they dominated that game as well. All right, I'll tell you what, let's stay uh, pretty much right on time here this morning as we get to the midweek edition of the Sports Huddle and get towards the middle of the Sports Huddle this morning. Don't forget, Matt Joseph's coming up this afternoon, 3 o'clock with Border to Border. But uh, let's stay pretty close to on schedule this morning. Dave Thomas, busy guy these days. He's the voice of the JMU Dukes. JMU football back on the field last week for the first time after a two-week or two-game COVID pause. I guess that's actually three weeks' worth of time. And I'll tell you what. After watching college basketball teams all season long struggle in return from COVID pauses, no matter how long they were, whether they were five days or a week or a couple of weeks, and in some cases even longer than that, teams that struggled in that first and first and second game back, uh, that was not the case for the JMU Duke Saturday against William & Mary. They they looked like a well-oiled machine against the Tribe. Now, the Tribe was missing some players. JMU was still missing some. They didn't have full rosters. But for JMU to come back like that and look as good as they did in that victory, that was uh, uh, both offensively and defensively pretty impressive. A 38-10 to win in Williamsburg over William & Mary, and they did it obviously offensively and defensively, jumped to a 28 nothing lead in that game, and then rolled from there. They had 460 yards of offense and allowed the Tribe only 187, and that game was never really uh, in doubt. Saturday in Williamsburg. So we'll get Dave Thomas's perspective on that. He was there for that game. Uh, watch that one, and we'll get a preview from the JMU perspective of JMU Richmond. We'll have plenty more from the Richmond standpoint before we get to the end of the week in the game on Saturday afternoon, 12 o'clock at Robbins Stadium. All right, Dave Thomas coming up next, the voice of the Dukes on the Sports Hub. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We are all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Agnes was in deep trouble with the IRS. I owed the IRS a lot of money. I did not know what I was going to do. I was scared. Agnes caught a break and found out about Optima Tax Relief. But when I called Optima Tax, they guaranteed me that they were going to help me out the best that they can. And they did. Optima stopped the IRS. No more telephone calls, no more letters. Optima Tax took care of everything. Everything. I can finally sleep at night. I was stress-free. Agnes was finally free from her IRS nightmare. It was like a burden was lifted off of me, and it was a great feeling. Are you in deep trouble with the IRS? You might want to listen to Agnes. I would refer Optima Tax Relief to anyone because they got me debt-free from owing the IRS any more money. Call Optima right now for your free consultation. Call 800-481-8144. 800-481-8144. 800-481-8144. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. The tournament is down to just four teams with Houston taking on Baylor and UCLA facing Gonzaga. So if you've been watching for the sidelines, now's your chance to get into the action. Hey, everyone, it's Mitchell Bradley. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking you up with exclusive 40-to-1 odds on all four teams left in the bracket, even the favorites. That's right. New users get 40-to-1 odds on any team to win this round. You can win $200 on a $5 bet. All you have to do is download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and make your first deposit to unlock exclusive 40-to-1 odds. The app is easy to use. Trust me, I've been using it all tournament long, and it has been a great way to get into the game and really enjoy the action on the court even more. And when you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up using promo code MITCH so they know I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code MITCH, M-I-T-C-H. You must be 21 and up in President of Virginia, new users only. Must wager in designated offer market. $10 first deposit required. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853 for reliable Lennox products that make your air in your home absolutely perfect. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 829. UCLA becomes the first school since VCU in 2011 to advance from the first four to the final four. 
They defeated Michigan last night 51-49. They joined Gonzaga, who rolled over USC 85-66, punching their tickets to Sunday's round of four this weekend's schedule, which includes two of the number one seeds remaining. Has Houston taking on Baylor at 514, followed by UCLA Gonzaga. Coverage begins 430 Saturday, exclusively 99.5 and 1027. ESPN VCU's Brendan Medley Bacon is entering the transfer portal. The 7-1 center just came to Richmond last spring after transferring from Coppin State, but saw limited time in his junior season with the Rams, where he played in 13 games, averaging just over four minutes a contest. Virginia's Justin McCoy looks to be on the move as well. He becomes the third Cavalier this offseason to enter the transfer portal. NFL owners have approved a 17-game regular season schedule. Each team will receive only the one bye week during the year, with the regular season schedule now being extended one week. It'll end January the 9th of 2022. The Super Bowl's also been pushed back one week from its traditional first weekend in February. Every NFC team will play an additional road game this upcoming season. Washington travels to Buffalo. That's already been announced. The full 2021 schedule will be released later this spring. Deep Run High School football coach Chet Hornig is retiring after the Wildcats game on Friday night when they take on Mills God. When he broke the news to his team following practice last night, Hornick's wrapping up his fifth season in the West End, where he's helped send that team to the postseason for three years. His time at Deep Run followed four years at Thomas Jefferson that included a playoff appearance in 2013. UVA's Denny McCarthy will be the first player to tee off tomorrow morning in round one of the Valero Texas Open taking place in San Antonio. VCU's Lanto Griffin's also in the field this weekend. He'll begin his first round as part of the afternoon wave, and he goes out with Siwoo Kim and Adam Long at 1.26 p.m. A check of your ESP Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. Rain will develop by noon today. Possibly some thunderstorms this afternoon. Highs in the upper 60s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center at 831. Mitchell Bradley on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This update is brought to you by Uptown Alley Richmond. 38 lanes of bowling, 60 video games, live music, great food, and daily fun for the whole family. Online at UptownAlleyRichmond.com. Virginia. William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that when something belongs to you, you'll work to make it the best it can be. That's why every OMF employee is also an owner. From the factory to the sales floor to the delivery team, being an owner means that we take pride in all that we do. Each of our employee owners has a customer-first focus to provide not only a better mattress, but a better mattress shopping experience. Visit a location near you or go to OriginalMattress.com to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. Agnes was in deep trouble with the IRS. I owed the IRS a lot of money. I did not know what I was going to do. I was scared. Agnes caught a break and found out about Optima Tax Relief. But when I called Optima Tax, they guaranteed me that they were going to help me out the best that they can. And they did. Optima stopped the IRS. No more telephone calls, no more letters. Optima Tax took care of everything. I can find sleep at night. I was stress-free. Agnes was finally free from her IRS nightmare. It was like a burden was lifted off of me, and it was a great feeling. Are you in deep trouble with the IRS? You might want to listen to Agnes. I would refer Optima Tax Relief to anyone because they got me debt-free from owing the IRS any more money. Call Optima right now for your free consultation. Call 800-481-8144. 800-481-8144. 800-481-8144. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This update is brought to you by Lux Chevrolet. Family owned and operated since 1916. If you're shopping for a car or truck, buy it from Luck. Lux Chevrolet in Ashland. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Border to Border with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Sports Auto continues. Thank you for joining us. 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM ESPN. Let's go to the Herman Allen hotline. Let's talk some JMU Richmond football as these two CA rivals get set to tee it up and kick it off at high noon Saturday. Number one and unbeaten JMU, number 15 and unbeaten Richmond. The voice of the Dukes joins us this morning, Dave Thomas. Dave, how are you, my friend? 
Fantastic, Bob. Thanks for having me. Hope you're doing well. Absolutely. I hope our day gets off to as good a start as the JMU Dukes start was Saturday at William & Mary. Dave, how impressed were you by that, considering the lengthy COVID pause and for JMU to come out of the gates and jump to that 28-0 lead and obviously never look back on the Tribe? Yeah, really impressed. I was was surprised. We were all curious to see what they would be able to do coming out of the gate. And the the first drive looked really succinct. They were really in, in, in... one step of one another defensively when William and Mary began to, to, to gain some ground, we're like, okay, what's it going to, what's it going to go? How's it going to go here? What's the defense going to do? They got the, you know, got the stop forced the miss field goal came out and moved the ball again. And you just felt that JMU was in a, in a bit of a rhythm. And coach Signetti told me in our pregame show, he said, toward the end of the week of practice, he said, we had a hard week, but we were more focused toward the end of the week. Than we've been in a long time. And he felt really strong. The Dukes were going to have a good start out of the gate. Uh, seemed like the offense and defense complemented each other. I was going to ask you which were you more impressed by, but I guess that doesn't really matter because both of them were very impressive. Well, you know, the offense was missing more players. Defensively, mm-hmm. there were there were more more more, consi- more consistency there. So, uh, but the offense coming in and really, you know, the, the way Cole played, Cole Johnson stepped up. You know, and it's it's hard for for guys to to be in the lineup and out of the lineup, and he just stepped in and played so well. And he told us after the game, he said it was just my job. To, to play well. My job to go out there and, and help this football team. Coach Signetti's been telling us that all, all year. Between Cole and Gage, those guys, all they want to do is help the football team win games. They, they want to play, obviously, but they want to help the football team. But I was just so impressed the way Cole came out. And when he would miss a pass, he didn't get down. And the team didn't get down. They just came right back. And so offensively, I think was a little more impressive just because of the, the guys that were missing there. But, again, both sides of the football played so well last Saturday. Hopefully for JMU they can continue that this week. So I guess it begs the question, who will we see first at quarterback this Saturday? Will it be Cole Johnson again or Gage Maloney? And even more than that, Dave, uh, I asked that a little bit tongue-in-cheek as we go into Saturday, but definitely interested in your answer. But also just your view of the dynamic between the two of those JMU outstanding quarterbacks. You know, Coach Signetti describes them as both being very popular amongst their teammates. Uh, their teammates want to do well for these guys. They want to play well for them because they're two good representatives. You know when Cole and Gage are in there, the play may not go as you wanted it to, but they're going to give you their best for the most part. These guys, again, they want to win football games. Who's going to start? You know, I asked Coach Signetti after the game. I said, listen, I understand where you are. You know, you just wrapped up winning a football game. You don't know what's going to be taking place next week. But does this give you more to think about? And, of course, he was asked that question again a couple of times this week already. And he says, find out Saturday. Because, again, it starts with who's available. Are both guys available? Because if one's not there, then that makes the, that makes the answer pretty easy. Uh, but if not, I would think that Cole, just because he's in a rhythm, Gage have missed a week, that would be my guess. But, again, who's going to be there? Both of those guys have played so well uh, at times this year that I, I don't think you're going to hurt yourself out of the gate, whether no matter who you start. But if I had to make a guess, and it's just an educated guess because I haven't been to practice this week due to the COVID protocols, Coach hasn't really given a whole lot of insight to what he's thinking. If both are there, I would think Cole just because he did play well last week. Mm -hmm. But, again, that's just my educated guess. I imagine Coach Signetti is probably getting a little bit annoyed by all of the media questions about who's the starting quarterback. I'm going to date myself a little bit here, Dave. But if you go back to the George Welsh era at UVA, that was one question that always used to annoy him, and I can still hear the late, great George Welsh now saying, why doesn't somebody ask me who the starting left tackle is? Why are they always asking about the damn quarterback and not the left tackle, right? I'm sure Coach Signetti is probably close to that at this point. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit after the game, you know, and, and he said, listen, I know the question was coming. He said, you know, but honestly, Dave, I just, you know, he said there's so much that it's got to be sorted out between now and then. And and he handled it well. He wasn't harsh with me. He wasn't harsh with any members of the media, to my knowledge. You know, he just said, listen, I, I don't know. It depends. I mean, and again, I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of asking that question right after a game anyway, mm-hmm. but I knew JMU fans were already starting to talk about it on social media a little bit. We were hearing some, some chime in, in the press box, and so – but I got a chance to ask him. I wanted to see where his head was. And, again, he said, I don't know. You know, we haven't thought about it. A lot, a lot to sort out. We'll just see who's available next Saturday and go from there.
Catching up with Dave Thomas, voice of the JMU Dukes. It's Richmond JMU Saturday at Robin Stadium at noon. Uh, the scoreboard reflects an answer to this question, but in general terms, Dave, how has this team and these guys handled what they have been through over the past really three weeks and the testing and the protocol and the uncertainty of getting back onto the field? You know, I think they've handled it pretty well. And Coach said even going into the pause, he said, I thought we were doing a lot of the right things. He said, we, we were doing our very best. And this goes to show you the opponent you're playing with in this virus, that it's, it's so unpredictable. Uh, it doesn't take but just maybe one person to, to have it and how quickly it, that it can spread around. Uh, but I, I think they persevered. They know what's at stake. You know, the whole point was coming to chase a championship, starting with a CAA championship, and then, of course, hoping to, to be able to pursue a national championship. And that's what these guys have been focused on. The guys we've talked to via Zoom this year, that's their number one focus. They remember the feeling walking off the field at Frisco last year and how disappointed they were. And they feel like they can get there again, even though a lot of folks have been naysayers against this football team, to be honest with you, from a national standpoint, even regionally and locally. Folks haven't given this team a whole lot of, a whole lot of merit. These guys have a lot of belief in what they're capable of. They have a lot of belief in their coaching staff. And they're willing to make the sacrifices to do what they have to do to be available. It's been difficult, you know, and talking to basketball players, just the weekly in and out, what it was like trying to, to be available to play. It wears on you after a while. But these guys understand they're chasing something bigger than themselves, and they're willing to make that sacrifice. Do you think even quietly or internally, maybe they play with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder off of what you just mentioned about, hey, maybe nationally people aren't as bought in to JMU football as JMU football is bought, bought into it? Yeah, you know, and honestly, there was some there was some talk in, in, in a small circle that I that I frequent that maybe it's best if we are ranked two or three or four. Uh, but you know, th- this team understands starting with Coach Signetti and his message: being number one in the middle of the season is great, but you'd rather be number one at the end of the season. And that's kind of what they're focused on. And they they there's guys on this team who who know what to do. They're very capable. We're learning their names this year, and that was the biggest question about this football team coming in. There's some unknowns at positions where we used to know guys. And the question of the unknown is the biggest mystery for some folks, and it makes them feel uneasy. These guys are answering a lot of questions. I mean, Cole Potts, a true freshman this past weekend, started on the offensive line and did a terrific job against a really good defensive front for William & Mary. So guys are starting to become known a little bit, but I do think they have a chip on their shoulder somewhat just because they don't feel like they've been getting the recognition that they feel like they deserve. And listen, they, they know that – just having JMU across your chest doesn't win you anything. You still have to go get it, and they, and they want to get that recognition they feel they deserve. Early thoughts on the Richmond Spiders. Dave Thomas to wrap things up with the voice of the Dukes this morning. Team that's off to a 3-0 and start. Uh, defense has been their calling card, and that's playing well, but the offense is also keeping pace with the defense. What are your early thoughts on the Spiders? Extremely impressive. In watching games getting ready for games this year, uh, it jumped off the page of me just how improved Richmond was across the board. That front seven is as good a front seven as you've seen in a long time in the CAA. And offensively, Joe Mancuso, he, he can kill you in a number of different ways. So many weapons at the running back position, at the wide receiver position, at the tight end position. You know, he's had time to do uh, what he wants to, and he makes great decisions. And I think that's the impressive thing about Joe Mancuso. His athletic ability is a given. His decision-making is what's impressed me. So, this is going to be this is going to be a battle. This is what you want in two rivalry teams, especially when they're both unbeaten. And honestly, the inside track maybe to a conference championship on the line here. So uh, Richmond is going to be a really difficult opponent for JMU, and, and fans who haven't paid attention need to start paying attention to what the Spiders are doing for sure. Yeah, whether it's spring or fall, it's JMU, it's Richmond, it's a rivalry game, and it's on for Saturday at noon at Robin Stadium. Look forward to seeing you then, Dave. Thanks for spending the time with us this morning. I look forward, as always, Bob. Thanks so much. Go Dukes. All right. Well, 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 wait a minute, Dave. Wait a minute now, Dave. We, we can't. You cannot end like that, or you do not get the last word on this radio station on the home of the Richmond Spiders by saying that. So go Spiders, Dave. I know he's gone already, but go Spiders, Dave. Got to get him to stop doing that. That's not going to happen. And he can say it, but he's not getting the last word on that because this is the home of the Spiders. And the rest of this week, we will preview this game from the Richmond perspective. They've got their press conference 
at noon today. So we'll have some more from Russ Huseman, a couple of the players off of that. We've got our Behind the Web program tomorrow with Coach Huseman, a couple special player guests as well, and then, of course, the game on Saturday. So speaking of that, and again, thanks to Dave Thomas for all kidding aside, really great guy, uh, great colleague here in the Commonwealth, and I definitely appreciate him him coming on this morning and all of our guests of course on the herman allen hotline right here on espn richmond but speaking of that we do have a little bit of inside radio radio programming news to send your way and we'll take a break in just a moment we're getting a couple of questions about it and want to bring everybody up to speed so you know where to find us in the near future and then in the distant future as well. Oh, what a riddle that is. 845, stay tuned. Give me that information when we come back on the Sports Huddle. 99.5-1027 FM, 9.50 AM. Don't forget those dial positions. ESPN Richmond. ESPN Richmond. Traffic. Good news, that wreck at Lombardy Street at West Main Street is now cleared up and out of the way. A brand new wreck along Westmoreland Street south of Broad Street is slowing down traffic there. A breakdown along Hull Street Road just south of Walmsley Boulevard at Hicks Road. In Midlothian, we still have an accident. Hull Street Road at Old Hundred Road, Commonwealth Center Parkway. Broad Street near Lombardy Street still have that accident there. I'm Jack Hammer on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Millions of Americans have been affected by identity theft. Get LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code RISK. This update is brought to you by Ariana's Italian Restaurant. Stop by for homemade pizza, pasta, and daily specials. 700 North Shepherd Street in the Museum District. Or order online at ariannasrva.com. Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN Radio. The Chicago White Sox at the Los Angeles Angels. Coverage begins Sunday, April 4th at 730 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. Hey, Richmond. I want you to know about a new project from our parent company, Urban One. They proposed One, a world-class casino and resort that would be located right off I-95 in South Richmond. One will feature profit sharing for employees, over 50 minority investors, and a commitment to donating $30 million to our community. On site, you'll find 12 local restaurants, a 3,000-person live music venue, world-class gaming, and over 50 acres of green space. And if selected, One will be America's only black-owned casino. But to make this happen, we need your voice. Please go to onecasinoresort.com. That's O-N-E casinoresort.com to let the city know you want one. Again, that's onecasinoresort.com. While you're there, check out our videos and click to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at One Casino Resort. Add your voice to bring the best in dining, music, and gaming to RVA. Tell Richmond you want one. The best way to describe Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich is crispy, juicy, tender. And yes, it's all one word. Think of it this way. Crispy, juicy, tender is like five lit smacking. Trap bass, crunk, chow tea, ooh wee, bay bestie boo, and then some. You get the point. Crispy, juicy, tender chicken with crinkle cut pickles all on a buttery potato bun. It's everything you could want in a chicken sandwich. McDonald's new crispy chicken sandwich. Get in tune and order ahead in the McDonald's app. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. You know what makes every diamond unique and special are its four C's. Cut, clarity, color, and carrot weight. But do you know what makes Diamonds Direct special and unique? It's our own four C's. The first C, concept. Diamonds Direct has revolutionized jewelry shopping by eliminating middleman markups and giving you direct access to the world's finest diamonds straight from the diamond cutters. The second C, choice. Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection of precious diamonds is unparalleled. And with over 4,000 designer settings to choose from, you are empowered to make a decision that works for your style and taste. The third C, confidence. With a nationwide price guarantee, free lifetime warranty, our unique 110% diamond upgrade policy, and our no-pressure, no-risk environment, you have total peace of mind. And the fourth C, community. Every year we partner with local charities and nonprofits with significant donations of time, money, and jewelry to make this a better place for everyone. Diamonds Direct, as unique, special, and rare as every diamond in our showcase. Proud sponsor of UVA Athletics and Short Pump. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, 
enclosed service lane and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. Hey, this is Lamar Johnson, co-owner of Pig & Brew. The reason we opened Pig & Brew was because we wanted to bring authentic North Carolina-style barbecue to the south of the James. We serve St. Louis ribs, beef brisket, smoked wings, minced pork barbecue, pulled chicken barbecue. If you're a barbecue lover, I, I, I can guarantee you we have one of the best briskets in town. RVA's best barbecue is at Pig & Brew at 1313 Hull Street, south of the James. Online at pigandbrew.com. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? If you're looking for your engine to run a little smoother, some fuel system cleaner could help. Right now, we have buy one, get one free on Chevron Tecron Complete Fuel System Cleaner. Plus, AutoZone Rewards members get a $1 bonus reward. Not a member? Don't worry. Joining is easy, and you can even earn an extra $5 bonus reward when you join with a valid email. Getting your job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Lux Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of the Sports Huddle with Bob Black. Mornings on ESPN Richmond, 516 South Washington Highway in Ashland. Online at LuxChevrolet.com. Mike Greenberg is now back and part of your morning. Greeny, weekdays at 10, following the Sports Huddle on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. All right, I was going to kind of save this until we got to our Ariana's What's on the Sports Menu, because this is the big menu today. This is the big picture. But since we just talked with Dave Thomas, uh, the voice of the JMU Dukes, and we previewed the Richmond JMU game and mentioned that you would be able to hear it on ESPN Richmond, and that we've got Jim Powell coming up in the 9 o'clock hour to preview the Atlanta Braves, which you will hear on ESPN Richmond do want to bring you up to date if you have been listening day in and day out, and we certainly hope you have. And if you're a first-time listener, we welcome you to the station, and this is important listening information for you as well. But in any event, if you've been listening for the past couple of weeks, uh, Mitchell and crew have done a great job of filling you in and giving you the promotional information that uh, ESPN Richmond is moving, that we are moving up the dial, combining forces with 1061, and we'd all be together. And the easy thing to say here was haha gotcha fooled you it really was an april fool's joke because we had mentioned that the move was going to take place uh tomorrow thursday april 1 would be the new 1061 espn well there are some i's to dot and t's the cross literally that hasn't happened yet there's an awful lot of paperwork that goes on and gets involved when you do something like this and that's what happened. So it's still coming, but it's not happening tomorrow. So keep the dial position set to 99.5, 1027 FM, 950 AM to hear all of your favorite ESPN Richmond programming. Um, from my personal perspective and for your morning view, uh, listening habits, uh, that means that our show, our sports huddle show, isn't going anywhere just yet. The alarm clock has not been put into mothballs yet for yours truly we will remain in the morning from 8 to 10 for the foreseeable future one of the great marketing phrases of all time in any marketing industry in any realm is coming soon you see that on billboards and packaging and all of that so that's where we're at with our move coming soon because it's going to happen it's just not going to happen tomorrow so what does that mean that means all of our university of richmond programming stays right here on 99.5 fm and 9:50 a.m to include behind the web tomorrow with russ huseman at noon and the football game saturday at noon against jmu with an 11 30 airtime it means the atlanta braves will stay here on 99.5 1027 fm 9:50 a.m the final four games on saturday and the championship game on Monday, we'll be right here, and we just, uh, we'll mention this a couple more times. We won't go overboard with it, but certainly want you to know where to tune in for your ESPN Richmond programming, and we'll continue to update you on that as we need to and give you a new start date moving along as well. So for the time being, uh, the move is on hold. It's going to happen. I's need to be dotted. T's need to be crossed, and it's happening, but we will be here tomorrow morning with the sports huddle 
at 8 o'clock. What we won't be is Friday. That was already a scheduled day off. It's a holiday weekend. Uh, Our business offices are actually closed on Friday, so we are taking the morning off on Friday. That was predetermined and pre-scheduled whether this move was happening or not. Uh, So we'll be back on Monday morning, but we will be back Monday morning to preview the National Championship game. I had invited Sean Robertson to come on Monday afternoon if that was going to be the first uh, afternoon sports huddle. I think Sean, hopefully in his schedule, still be able to do that Monday morning. National Championship game is on CBS, on Channel 6 here in Richmond. So hopefully he'll be able to do that. And he'll join me for a little bit on Monday morning as well. And again, we'll continue to remind you of that as we move along. But it did prompt me when I was talking with Dave Thomas there a few minutes ago uh, to mention that to everyone, and we'll continue to do that. And, uh, man, as much as I like Dave Thomas, he, he kind of plucked my nerve there with that little Goat Dukes at the end. And he got that from Coach Houston. Too. Remember Mike Houston, JMU? He started that. Anytime he finished one of our interviews or any interview that he did, to his credit, you know, he's promoting his program. He would always end it with Go Dukes. Go Dukes. Now, uh, yeah. <laughs> Was that the Dave Thomas version or the Mike Houston version? Go Dukes. Oh, that's definitely that the Dave, is Dave Thomas. Thomas. That is definitely. See, you caught that too, didn't you, Mitchell? That was annoying. I did. Yes, that was annoying. Uh, and I'm back on with him. Do I do that, Mitchell, on Friday? Absolutely do I- <laughs> you do that. <laughs> I am on his show in Harrisonburg on Friday. So you're telling me I should end with Go Spiders? Yes. Right. You should. Uh, yeah. Okay. I will. <laughs> we could create a little little rivalry in the broadcast booths on Saturday, huh? With a little of that. So uh, he's really a great guy. He is, and he's working his tail off right now in Harrisonburg. We were talking about that this morning with other shows he's doing and non-sport shows he's doing and all of that. So I cut him a little slack, but in a friendly rivalry of trash talk, I will try to remember when I finish up to. Uh, Throw my professionalism out the window and finish with a go spiders when we finish. He'll cut me off. You watch. He'll cut me off. He'll get the last laugh. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens on the football field, too, on Saturday. Maybe and, you just uh, start with it. Oh, or, or put it somewhere right in the middle. Just, yeah, so that yeah. It'd be hard to edit it out if it wasn't live. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if we're live or not on what I do that thing with him on Friday but yeah I'm gonna try I'm definitely gonna try because uh he has slid that he slid that in before and I kind of let it go because it wasn't a Richmond week but on Richmond week I'm not letting that go so Ghost Spiders will will air in Harrisonburg we hope on uh on Friday so all right some fun with that all right I'll tell you what 855 let's get you up to the uh to the top of the hour Mitchell's got a sports center update coming along then and we'll get back to some more college basketball talk uh gone an hour this morning without getting into the transfer portal but Mitchell will detail it and then we'll talk about it give you some opinion about what's going on with more guys leaving programs in college basketball we'll do that as part of the nine o'clock hour of the Wednesday sports huddle hey you're halfway through the week it is the midpoint of the midweek show of the Sports Huddle on this last day of March. This is 99.5-1027 ESPN. Leave your sister alone. You're ready to get back into yoga, so you order the essentials. A non-slip mat, yoga blocks to keep balance, and an exercise ball. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential yoga gear. Noise-canceling headphones. Welcome. Take a deep breath. Breathe. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. Yeah, this season I actually had little business cards made. Eric Rubino, fantasy baseball GM. You can keep that. Sure, the players are famous, but come game day, I decide their fate. What's that? Oh, you make 20 million? Well, I don't like your attitude. You benched! Now, I'd never bench an all-star, but I could. That's also why I like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. With options based on my budget, they never throw me a curveball. <laughs> That's a little baseball reference for you. Get options based on your budget with Progressive, even if you're not a legend in your own mind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent, with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40 and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, 
You're probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-1960. That's 1-800-885-1960. 1-800-885-1960. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You hear all the time about Diamonds Direct's prices and selection and warranties. All true, and all good reasons to give us a visit. But what really sets Diamonds Direct apart is something that's hard to put into words. But you will feel it. You'll know it from the minute you walk in. It's our unique culture, our passion, our genuine and absolute desire to totally revolutionize the way you experience jewelry shopping with a laser focus on celebrating your special moments. Every associate, every receptionist, every jewelry craftsman, every single person at Diamonds Direct shares this DNA, this overwhelming desire to exceed your expectations, to honor your trust, to revel in your moment, to make your experience truly magical. This is not a mission statement written on our wall. This is the essence of who we are. It's what drives us every day. It's why we do what we do. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. For real. Proud sponsor of UVA Athletics and Short Pump. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is right at 9 o'clock. UCLA becomes the first school since VCU in 2011 to advance from the first four to the final four. They defeated Michigan last night 51-49. They joined Gonzaga, who rolled over USC 85-66, punching their ticket to Saturday's round of four. This weekend's schedule looks like this. Two number one seeds remaining. Houston taking on Baylor, 5-14 on